There's a tallit shop I like to frequent in the old city just off the Cardo, that part of the Iratika, the old city where when they were trying to put up new buildings and they dug down, what'd they find? An old Roman shopping street. You know, when you dig in Israel, you always find something. And so they lifted up the buildings and they renewed that area. And inside, they put in some beautiful, beautiful shops. And one of them is this Talit shop, and you can go in there, and that woman who owns it with great patience will fit you for nearly any kind of Talit. Like the one I'm wearing, a full shawl that's comfortable but large. You can get an Atara style, a very sleek Talit. You can get one made with heavier material, wool, like this one that was given to me. If you don't like anything she has, you can go across the street and there's a guy who weaves talasing. They're just gorgeous, a little bit expensive. Or go down further outside the old city to Yad Kashish, lifeline for the elderly, and there they sell hand-painted talasing. Access to all this kind of Judaica in Jerusalem, it's one of the amazing benefits of being there and seeing the revival of Jewish artisan work. It's not like walking down the street in San Francisco and finding 20 Judaica shops. But there in Jerusalem, there they are. It's the middle of Elul, and soon we'll be getting ready for the high holidays. And it's customary to wear a prayer shawl if you're beyond the age of 13, both on the holidays and, of course, on Shabbat during the day. Usually it's only the shaliach tzibor, the one leading the service, who wears a talit at night, but some people have a different custom. On Yom Kippur, however, it's the Shabbat of Shabbats. And it's one night where not just the shaliach, but the whole congregation wears a talit, because Yom Kippur is considered to be one continual day. Now, one reason to wear a talis is to put on that prayer shawl and get that sense of prayer connection. It gets you ready to be in that prayer space. It's worn at the day and not at the night. How come? Because you're supposed to be able to see these things, the seat seat, the knots at the bottom of the shawl. The talis can look different in style, as I showed you. But these seats, seat, the knots, they're all the same. I still remember sitting with my dad at our synagogue in Pomona, California. When I was 14 years old, he died. He died as a young man. But it was our family practice to sit with him and sit through the adult high holiday service. And even I, back then, would get a little bit bored. So what would I do? I'd play with his sitsit. I'd wrap myself, my fingers in, in that seat seat and the comfort of that yarn and also the warmth of his presence. And today when I go to synagogue and I wrap the seat seat around my fingers, I often think of him and I think of the person that he wanted me to be. And this is a second fold reason for this symbol in Judaism. The seat seat are there to remind us of the mitzvot of our obligations that we embrace in covenantal relationship with that holy that we call God. They are a physical reminder of the laws we're supposed to follow that ask us to go over and against sometimes our natural human inclinations. We know those inclinations to be self-centered, 
to sometimes act without caring. And so the ethical laws come, and from a higher authority, they ask us to reach higher. The Parsha this week, Ketate Say, it's filled with these mitzvot, these commandments, these values of Judaism. Beautiful values like care about your neighbor, be fair to your children. When you leave the will, be fair. I hear too many times from people. Respect your parents, even if they're sometimes a little annoying. Reach out to the one you consider to be your enemy, and when their ox falls, what are you supposed to do? Help lift it up. Help them get help from AAA in today's terms. Because you're going to let your love of humanity rise above your desire to be superior. Place a parapet, a fence around your roof. Maybe it's to limit your behavior, to ensure that you don't cause hurt for others. Make peace and not strife. Respect the stranger. Protect the vulnerable. And perhaps most importantly, of all the things in that Torah portion, it says, do not remain indifferent. We're taught that there are 613 mitzvot in all. A number that the Talmud arrives at, not by counting all the laws, because as Jews we could count multiple ways, but by adding up the number of the solar days they thought they used in their calendar, and by the number of the bones the rabbis thought at the time were in the human body. Isn't that beautiful? They were trying to teach us that our whole sense of being in time should be guided by those values. So the knots of the seat seat, they have the same numeric value, 613. Maybe they understood even then, we need tangible reminders. The commandments are so beautiful, but we need to see these things and remind ourselves about what we're supposed to do. Well, that's what Elul is about too. In just two weeks, we will be celebrating Rosh Hashanah. It's so powerful to hear the music of the holiday as our cantor so amazingly shared with us. And be reminded that we have to do that work now of tshuva, of turning our path. It's a month to get ready and analyze how are we doing about embracing that sense of humanity? Are we wrapping our lives in symbols that remind us to be better? It's not enough to have good intentions, to think in your heart that this year will be different. The writer of Kitet Seid reminds us we need more than the high holidays. We need daily reminders. If talit's not your thing, there are other symbols out there to help you. What are you supposed to put on the doorpost of your house? If you get up in the morning and want to do a prayer, you can wrap yourself in the, in the tefillin. If you aren't into that, you can leave a sadaka box by your door. As you go out, put a little sadaka in. All of them ask you to bring structure in your life that leads you to even more blessing. As you leave this Shabbat, look outside of the moon. It's the moon of Elul. It's calling us to embrace that wonder, that beauty. We need the tangible to remind us about the intangible. Symbolism is powerful. 
Wrap yourself this year and blessing. Begin to prepare. The new year is almost here. Shabbat Shalom.